Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, Kelcats, Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I'm here with a very special guest. We have my boyfriend here, the Drew boyfriend. Allen. We got the boyfriend here. <laughs> the boyfriend. The boyfriend, one and only. Drew has been on this podcast once before, but he could only stay for part of it because he had to work early in the morning and... Now I was like, I want to do a full episode with you because he's funny. He's a fun guy. Fun guy. Mushroom joke. Fun fun guy. Is that what you are? I will not be put in the same group as the dirt of the earth. The dirt. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, I just got back from vacation. I went to, well, it wasn't vacation. It was kind of like a work trip. I went to the Bahamas. Disney had this whole event for all these creators, like YouTube and TikTok creators. And it was so much fun. But I am trying to get back on track here because we were gone for like, I think a week or something. I haven't been gone for a week in a long time. So for me, I'm just like trying to get everything caught up here. But I don't know if any like weed smokers or stoners out there. I don't know what you guys call yourselves. I call myself a stoner. I'm just a total stoner. But um, I don't know if anyone has like the difference between weed pens, like the, you know, the pens with THC, like they usually have like a lot of THC in them, but, or edibles. Those are so different than flour. So I'm trying to get used to my flower again like I usually would smoke like every day you know like I don't smoke like 24 7 but I smoke when I need to when I have anxiety when I need to edit when I need to focus like I kind of just get a little weed there you know like the flower like sativa before I work out she takes or something. in more weed than oxygen 
I do not. <laughs> that would be aggressive, dude. Like, I don't think I would be able to function. But if I'm acting weird on this podcast, it's because I just had flour like a lot and I'm not used to it anymore. It's so weird. It's like my tolerance went back up in a week without having flour. Like I didn't have any. So I don't know if like your tolerance just goes up or whatever, but I feel so so stoned right now. So I can't even focus. We had to redo the it we had to redo this podcast. Like we filmed like 8 minutes She's like, of I it. Can't do it. And I was like, "Drew, I can't do I'm too high. Like I need to I need to take a breath. I need to take a deep breath and <laughs> just like get back into this." But my intoxicated choice of the night or of the day is marijuana, obviously. Drew is just high on life. He's just he's just living his life. I'm chill. I'm chill. He's chill. He's chill. Have we talked talked about that we have like an inside joke do you want to talk about it what do you mean <laughs> the she chill she chill i was like half awake when i had started that so drew sleep talks yeah have you done it like your whole life i don't know i didn't even know about it until you told me about it <laughs> no we've had full conversations with each other while he's asleep and he wakes up and he doesn't remember it like he sleep talks, so he was like sleeping. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> he sleep talks, so he was sleeping, and he was like, I don't even remember what he was saying. He was talking about something, and then all of a sudden he was like, she chill, she chill. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since our inside joke is she chill, she chill. What was another time that you slept talked? Well, there was one time, like, I woke up, and then I, like, you're freaking out, and then you're like, why are you yelling at me? Oh, no. And we she had, starts like, bawling. No, we had dreamception. Like, literally, like, we were, it was the weirdest experience. We were, like, taking a nap together in the day. So I was having this dream, like, because I could, like, subconsciously hear Drew talking out loud in his sleep in my dream. So I had this dream that he was yelling at me and, like, breaking up with me being really mean just like yelling at me and I was crying in the dream so I was just like really upset it was one of those like dreams or you you wake up and you're just like you know like anxious or crying or it like really affects you and Drew was sitting next to me sleeping he was dreaming about selling a car and he was getting really aggressive with the customer he was like he was like no, like, like, what were you even, what was a car thing you would say? I would never be that aggressive is the thing. But you were in your dream. You were so, like, passionate about selling this man his car. You really think I remember that? It, well, you were yelling out loud. He was like, no, the car, like, it's, it's this much and then this much. Like, he, he kind of talks loud like that when he's passionate about something. So I think that's what you were, like, doing. But he was talking out loud. Like as I'm dreaming, so I wake up mid-dream, him yelling I'm at me in my dream, to him yelling at me in real life, like because he was sleep talking. So I woke up and I was like, why are you yelling at me? And I started crying and Drew was like, he looked at me, he was like, I was just like trying to sell a car. Like, I don't know what's happening. So we I was just trying to sleep, bro. <laughs> we literally had dreamception. It was the weirdest thing. If anyone else has experienced anything like that, please comment below. I would love to hear your story because that was really the weirdest thing I've ever experienced, honestly. She was bawling. I was 
because I thought you were breaking up with me yelling at me. Like, I wasn't quite out of it yet. I was awake, but I was, like, still... I literally, like, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this isn't a beach, it's a bathtub. <laughs> I'm not at the beach, this is a bathtub. What are you talking about, lady? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, that's from a that's from a porno. That's you got just type in online if you guys want to hear that inside joke. It's just It's not inside at all. I don't know, just type in I'm not at the beach, I'm in the bathtub porno. You really you're gonna really send them to a porno? I am. If you're if you're eighteen and up, <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> you just send them to a fucking I'm porno. I'm just like <laughs> the links in the description. <laughs> Okay, anyways, last time on Intoxicated, we ended talking about cursed sets. So there's a lot of movie sets out there that are reportedly cursed. And I had Garrett Clayton on here last week, and he said that he's had some possibly weird experiences on sets because he's all in the movie industry. And he's heard about, like, The Wizard of Oz, and, like, you've heard about, like, Poltergeist, mm -hmm. and um, all these sets that were supposedly cursed by evil entities or whatever there's been like people who have died after making movies and stuff what's one that you've heard of that like i know wizard of oz mm -hmm. like they they swear they saw people like dead there and like people hung themselves on set yeah yeah i think that like i talked about this on the last podcast but people said that there was like a munchkin um who hung themselves in the background but i guess someone said it was a bird but you never know honestly like they could cover that trying up. to cover it up yeah like it, to, or to make him look bad right right like if it was a bird then like uh, there were other weird That's things. That's a big-ass bird. I know. There were other weird things on that set, though, that happened. You can listen to what what it was on the last episode. But I want to talk about The Crow. So um, The Crow's another cursed movie set. And if you haven't seen The Crow, it stars Brandon Lee. And it was about a musician who rises from the grave after being heinously murdered the night before the wedding. <laughs> I said heinously earlier, so Drew's laughing at me. <laughs> heinously murdered. I was murdered. like, he was heinously murdered, and Drew was like, heinously? I was like, oh. <laughs> Heiny. But Heiny. anyways, um, he becomes a supernatural gothic Avenger that vows to seek revenge on his attackers. So this movie was the last that Brandon Lee ever was in because he had passed away during a tragic accident on set with a prop malfunction. Yeah. Like something, Did you said it might have been a gun or something? Yeah, so basically like they use blanks, but sometimes blanks can still kill you. Really? And it's happened before, like, with magicians, the gunpowder's killed them. Really? Mm -hmm. That's so scary. Like, imagine being on set acting and... It actually like... just recently happened. Yeah, but I thought that they had, like, real bullets with Alec Baldwin. I don't know exactly what happened, but somebody died on the set. They yeah. actually got shot. Yeah. And... I wonder if that set was maybe cursed, because that was a really weird thing that happened, too with Alec Baldwin. That was just a really weird incident. People started saying that they're not going to use guns anymore on their that on their sense. sets and all that kind of stuff because so many people are dying because they're being done with them. Honestly, at this point, they could even have the prop, but they can use, like, CGI. You know, it's gotten to the... They can use airsoft guns. Airsoft guns? Yeah, they make the movement just like it. Really? Oh, I don't know. I'm they like, look they could... the same. I feel like, they could, like they've like they been, you know, doing this for so long that they should have the technology to be safe enough to not 
you know, have incidents like this happen they, on set. They only make changes until something does happen. Right, right, which is, like, too late, you know. It's just, I just hope that they change things and this was, like, an awakening, you know, because back then this happened so often and it happened again and it was just... It was just really tragic. Other crew members were injured on set prior to this incident on the Crow movie. And eerily enough, he, Lee had reportedly referenced the fact that he thought his family was cursed. Like he told people on set, like, I think my family is cursed. What would make him bring that up though? I don't know. Maybe he was just talking about it. And mm -hmm. he, he um, said that he would be dying soon to several crew members prior to the accident. Like he believed that he was the next one to die in his family due it's to this crazy. curse. And it's then like, he just dies. Yeah. Like it's like if he brought this curse to the set or if it was just a curse with himself. Cause I'm not sure if other members like crew members went through anything. Like... I haven't, I've heard about the movie and like kind of what's happened before, mm -hmm. but I didn't really get to see and kind of hear exactly what happened yeah me neither i haven't like this is the first time i've kind of like looked into it but i don't know if you guys know more about the crow movie like or you want me to dig in more i'll definitely do that um also insidious i guess was said to be cursed in some way insidious is about the paranormal so i feel like if you do anything with the paranormal or even have that energy i feel like it draws them in like do you know what i mean like the energy i mean like when you're, you're in a certain mindset, stuff's just going to happen. Right. I don't know exactly what happened with Insidious. Like, do you have an example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really... I know that there was um, some... You know, the set was haunted. Like, I think that maybe they drew spirits in or maybe the set that they were they using... They picked was, like, haunted. Yeah. Maybe they were going for that aesthetic from the beginning. Right. And they just picked somewhere that was super haunted and they kind of messed up by doing that yeah i don't know so it says that many of the people that worked on this film reported feeling uneasy and like there was a general a generally negative energy all around the set while they were filming so they all just felt this negative energy around them which is kind of eerie that multiple people felt that along with that they reported that they could hear a strange buzzing noise coming from various empty rooms around the set when no one was in them that's weird a buzzing noise that's kind of creepy i wonder like what kind of buzzing like light bulb buzzing or right i don't know this is weird because insidious involved ed and lorraine warren i didn't even know that Ed and Lorraine Warren, like... I don't know who that is. So they're the ones who had, like, the Annabelle doll who went to the Conjuring house to, like, get oh, rid of the spirits, yeah. exorcisms. They were the ones, like, um, Lorraine had gifts and stuff, so she Well, would, they like, based the story off of them. Yes, yeah, like, all those stories are based off of all their experiences. So it's like, what if Ed and Lorraine Warren, like, just draw draw people like this you know the paranormal realm in because, well i'm sure they've got some spirits attached to them too right but i don't they did die so i'm like what if they come back like when they are you know i don't know if they died when insidious was filmed but if if they were dead and they were like i don't know you know like their spirits could come back in some way i don't know i'm just high so <laughs> i'm thinking of every possible scenario there was also um rosemary's baby i haven't seen this one have you seen this today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself <laughs> i have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. It's an older movie, no? Yeah, Rosemary's Baby. So this was released in 1968. It's basically about this couple who move into a new apartment together and after becoming pregnant, the woman begins to experience strange things and believes that something evil is going on there. And this movie's cursed set is one that allegedly followed a number of different crew members and people working on the film. So people, after they were done filming this, felt like it followed them which is so creepy. Imagine that, coming home and then you still have that stuff coming with you. Yeah. It's like when we went to uh, the suicide bridge and it followed us back to your house. Yeah, what was that? Was that the, which one was that? We've had so many paranormal experiences it the together. First, it was the first time we went down to the bottom of the suicide bridge. Yeah, And then Myrtle. Luna um, got tossed onto the ceiling when we got home. Oh, that was Boo. I thought it was Luna. No, so um, we had an old friend of mine. She basically lived at our house for like a year pretty much. And she had her cat there. So we had both Luna and uh, her cat there. And it was my parents and my sister. They were home watching a movie or something. And me and her, we were out of the house, you know. And all of a sudden I received this call with my parents freaking out, telling me to stop going to paranormal places. And this is after we went to Suicide Bridge. Yeah. And her cat apparently got like throw like my cat was hissing at a corner in the ceiling, Luna. Mm -hmm. And her cat got thrown at the like into the corner of the ceiling. Like and these hit, are like fourteen foot high ceilings. Yeah, like hit the ceiling, fell on the coffee table, and they would not go near this one corner. Like they were both hissing at it, like freaking out. So my parents were like you need to stop this because there is something weird happening and this was like i think i truly think something followed us home from suicide bridge and then we had like saul and do all that stuff and then yeah. finally left us alone yeah but finally but it for took a while a it was really weird yeah it took a lot me and drew have had some weird paranormal things happen <laughs> like i feel like if you just are with me in general i feel like things just happen because I feel like I attract it. You do. <laughs> I do. Well, I don't know. I think they know that I have like medium psychic gifts. So I just kind of attract like that them. They want your attention. So exactly. Because they know they can communicate with you. Right. Right. So Drew, like he was skeptical before he met me. Like he was super, he was like, he believed in it, but he was skeptical. I was always looking for how to prove it wrong. 
Right. But after he's, we've had so many experiences. It's Some just, things he just can't explain. So right, right. What else could it be? Going back into this movie, um, the so the movie's composer fell to his death at a party. This was after working on the film, so mm-hmm. he fell to his death. What are the odds at a party you fall to your death? Like, how does that even happen? Like, just falls down. I don't know what happened. It probably but... fell down like a set of stairs or off a building or something. But, like, that's so weird. Like, how often does that happen? And then, Not very often. Yeah, and then the producer had life-threatening kidney stones and was allegedly hallucinating about Rosemary coming after him with a knife in the hospital. That's weird. Ew. Like, I guess Rosemary was the evil spirit in the movie, I'm assuming. Yeah. Imagine um, having hallucinations of that. Because you're awake. Yeah. That's dude, terrifying. Yeah. like Absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And then director Roman Polensky was famously dating and expecting a child with Sharon Tate, and he was viciously attacked and murdered by members of the Manson family. I didn't know that. This was after they filmed this movie, and then Sharon Tate and all of them got murdered by the That's Manson crazy. family. What? I just got the chills. Like, that's scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I truly believe that these movies, like, did summon something. I mean, if they're talking about it enough, if they're talking about these evil entities acting as them, like, that is the energy they're putting out and attracting. It's like, why would not? Like, if, if there was a demonic entity seeing someone portraying like what they are like why would they're gonna they come, come and set? try to get it into it yeah exactly it's like a way of summoning them you know like a ouija board session or anything or dowsing or like any source of spirit communication it just summons spirits and that's just how it works so it's like that's almost a way of communicating with them is i don't know like portraying them i mean they're going to be attracted to, to that kind of situation i feel like you'd be more likely to get possessed Right. If you're trying to act like a demon. Right. They're like, okay, this person's like tapping into what I am, so here I come. <laughs> Let's make you a demon. Here I come. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, also the Amityville horror. I don't know if I talked about this last. I don't think I did, but the, um, I don't think it was, I think the one with Ryan Reynolds, actually, they did experience some weird things. The Amityville horror. Did you see that? No. You didn't see that one? You no. love Ryan Reynolds. I didn't see it. Drew, though. like, loves Ryan Reynolds. Oh, wait. <laughs> Is that the one where they buy the house on the lake? Mm-hmm. I did see that. And it's haunted. Yeah, like, I did see and it. And the dad gets possessed in some way and tries to murder his family. Yeah, I have seen it. So there was an Amityville horror movie in 1979. So this was like the first one. Oh, we're not talking about the one with Ryan Reynolds? No, but they did have weird stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So in both movies. So this one is... Um, This is just on the article. While the story of the Lutz family, which is the family that moved in there, is already scary, reports from the sets of the films based on their story are even creepier. James Brolin, the actor who played George Lutz in the original film, which I believe was the dad, claims that when he was considering accepting the role in the movie, a piece of clothing in his closet fell down on its own. And Ryan Reynolds, who played the same role in the 2005 version of the movie, reportedly woke up every single night at 3 a.m. for no apparent reason while filming. That's crazy. Do you think the dad, like, or the original dad that lived there came back and maybe, like, Is that movie based on a true story? Yeah. So It's a real house. I went to the house. I didn't get to go inside, but, so like, it's a real I house. I wonder if that the ghost kind of thing situation, like, is actually possessing males 
of that and trying to do that. Well, that's the story. So like, I mean, if they're portraying who he was and stuff or, or I don't know, if they're portraying someone that this like entity, That was involved by it. Yeah, was involved. He would try to do it again. Exactly. So that's really weird that like both both people who played that character had weird experiences. And, it, and I know that there were weird experiences with other crew members and stuff like that, which is so creepy, dude. Especially at that place. Yeah. So that place, that movie is kind of creepy. I mean, I don't house. know if they, I don't think they filmed at the house. I think they had like a replica, but still it's that energy. Yeah. Again, what I said before, you know, like, I don't know. I'm I, sure it was pretty close to where the house was. Right. I, I don't know where they filmed it, but I'm sure like there was just, I don't know. I'm sure that there was just some weird shit that happened. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way, like... I don't know, <laughs> but, but speaking of like creepy entities, have you heard about the nine-tailed fox in Japan? Yeah, so sealed like demonic spirit was sealed in like a rock for thousands and thousands yeah. of years. And they said if it was ever free, like broken free, mm -hmm. it'd be basically not announcing, but basically telling us that the end of the world is coming. Right if it if it broke free so everyone's like freaking out but then some people think that it was like a good omen of like the end of like chaos or something i think i don't know but it's been sealed for thousands of years that's true i want to look up like a lot of good thing not good things but like a lot of passing of bad things has happened since then so <laughs> I can only see downhill if that's going to happen. Basically, we'll go into the legend a little bit here. Um, I always think of Naruto with the nine-tailed fox. Yeah, that's <laughs> first thing it goes to Yeah, every time. literally, I'm like, Naruto? <laughs> like, Believe it! So it says predictions of dark forces being unleashed by an evil vixen hung over social media in Japan on Monday after a famous volcanic rock said to kill anyone who comes in contact with it was found split into two it's crazy it's so creepy according to mythology surrounding the sesho seki or killing stone the object contains the transformed corpse of tamemo no mei a beautiful woman who had been part of a secret plot hatched by a feudal warlord to kill emperor toba who reigned from 1107 to 1123 that's an old ass story really old Eleven oh seven. The stories last in Japan. Yeah, and it's—I don't know. It's just has such an impact that people still talk about it from eleven oh seven. Yeah, that is insane. Legend has it her true identity was an evil nine-tailed fox whose spirit is embedded in a hunk of lava located in an area of uh, Tochigi Prefecture near Tokyo. I'm so bad at pronouncing things, guys, so I apologize. Um, famous for its sulfurous hot springs. Its separation into two roughly equal parts believed to have occurred within the past few days has spooked online users who noted that, according to folklore, the stone continually spews poisonous gas, hence its name, so it kills anyone who comes yeah. near it. While the stone was said to have been destroyed and its spirit exercised by a Buddhist monk who scattered its pieces across Japan, many Japanese prefer to believe that its home is on the slopes of Mount Nasu. Visitors to the area, a popular sightseeing spot, recoiled, recoiled in horror at the weekend after witnesses posted photos of the fractured stone, a length of rope that had been secured around its circumference lying on the ground. 
I feel like I've seen something that should not have been seen, is what a Twitter user said. While others speculated that the demon spirit of Tamamo no Mei had been re resurrected after almost a thousand years, local media said cracks had appeared in the rock several years ago, possibly allowing rainwater to seep in inside and weaken its structure. But how did it just blow up how it did? Like, well, they said it was just cracked in half, but even, even Have you so... Have you seen the picture? There's a rope around it, and it's blown apart, and then the pieces are in, like, four different pieces. Do you think, like, it was the entity that, like, released itself, or do you think that... Possibly. Or do you think that There's the There's a lot rock... of force to blow everything... Like, I could see it falling apart, but not blowing apart. Right, but, like, if, if it naturally fell apart, you know, like... What if it was for a reason and then that entity decided, okay, it's now my time to leave, you know? I don't, it doesn't look very peaceful. Have you seen the picture of it? I have, yeah. It doesn't look like a peaceful opening. I just don't know if someone like moved the rock or, you know what I, I mean? I wonder if somebody was malicious and broke it and open. broke it, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, but I, I don't know. So, um. I'd suck if somebody did. Yeah, so some people believe that like the releasing of this demonic entity nine-tailed fox means like the end of the world it means like chaos is going to erupt in the world and you know like bad things are going to happen but a lot of people also believe it's a good thing whereas like it's the end of its reign it's the end of this terror and it left our earth you know some people believe that so yeah. I don't know, honestly. I did ask Lola earlier to see what she thinks because she's a spirit, you know. She probably knows things, doesn't know everything, but, like, she felt like there wasn't chaos that was going to ensue, but I don't know. What Who do you knows? think? I can't tell you because I don't know. I know. I'm like, it's kind of scary, How honestly. everything's been going, like, with the world lately, maybe? Right. It's, like, the last thing we need. Like, <laughs> literally. Like. So many things. So like, many dumb stuff like remember the killer bees like the killer hornets yeah, the giant ones yeah. like like how what? does that just out of nowhere well, just COVID, like become a thing covid first off like that is besides just, that it's just like like so many random like bullshit things have happened yeah. besides covid and all that's <laughs> true just such random bullshit things just keep on popping up like <laughs> by the way this happened they just keep this popping happened. out <laughs> this happened i swear no it's so weird but it's like at this point it's like what worse could happen with this entity being released don't don't say that am i gonna drink something i hate when people say that what it, it could be worse but i'm serious like it what is it gonna worse. do like like what else could happen like it's not that bad yeah, but like, like what? No, what? something worse is gonna happen when you say that. You leave your, <laughs> the world has to slap you in the face when you say that. <laughs> he goes, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like they, the world is just like, ah, oh, bruh, you just said that. I'm gonna slap you in the face. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm gonna release this giant, giant fucking nine-tailed fox. Like this huge entity with Maybe I can nine fucking, a ninja. not eight fucking tails, nine tails. I'm going to release this. Here you fucking go. Here you go, humanity. I'm going to finally become a ninja. <laughs> believe it. Believe it. You better believe it. What other Japanese legends are there? Because you watch a lot of anime and a lot of anime is based off of Japanese legends. Well, they use a lot of legends. They use a lot of Buddhist legends. They, like yeah. most of the names and stuff like that. Or based on that stuff. I can't keep track of all of it. Right. But what's it, like your favorite one though? Like that you've 
maybe, I don't know, even like Naruto and stuff that you've maybe just like really been like, oh, this is really interesting. So all the tailed beasts are something from some type of like Buddhist religion or Japanese history. Mm-hmm. Um, How many are there? There's nine, right? Yeah. And then okay. you got the ten tail, which isn't, isn't really a beast. Which is all of them combined. Technically, yes. Right. Okay. It's so technically th- a tree. Yeah, so like the story goes like there was this one beast, you know, and then it got split into. Well, it got like this is like a legend, like it got split into all these different beasts, you know, one with one tail, two tails, up to nine tails, Mm -hmm. but it was originally like one giant beast with ten tails. So that's like. It's basically telling you how energy is dispersed and all that stuff. Right. Do you believe like. There is some sort of like entity like that that was like divided. So I heard a theory recently. Yeah. Basically, I think it's called the the egg theory. Okay. Every person is you. you. They're just you in a different time. You're not conscious of being that person. And you're basically, you're living, getting all this experience together uh-huh. as all these other people. And once you've lived as every conceivable person in history you'll finally hatch from your egg and you can become a god. What? That's really crazy. That's interesting, actually. So, it, you're me, uh. but I'm you, but they're all me, but they're all but you. But we are all, like, there's energy. It's all I'm, energy and it could be recycled, so, like... Basically, it's not even going into energy. It's basically mm-hmm. you're living... Multi- I'm living... I'm going to live this life. I have lived your life at one point. Right. I've, Everyone's. So at some point, I was you, and you're you still. Were you Lola? Were you Lola? That that's basically how the theory. I have lived. You're supposed to live every single person in every piece of history and in, in universe. What you about like end up being everybody from now, back then, and in the future? What about animals? Or is that and, like a different cycle? It's a different. Different. Okay. You're incubating to become a god after you've collected all the wisdom of all the human life that's been on you know or on the the earth. What? That's so trippy, and honestly. Anytime. I love theories like this because I'm like, honestly, I just like keeping an open mind. But I'm like, that like, just like, if you keep on thinking about that, yeah. the more you get mind fucked. Yeah. Like, because it's weird. Who is the real one? I can only really contest like, to myself that I am conscious right now, so. Right. It's like, I don't know if your consciousness is like a thing. I, you could be. Like, I, I could be you. making you up right now. Yeah. Ew, but I hate this. I can, I can, <laughs> I can only hurts. confirm that I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Exactly. I can't confirm if you're real or not. But then I can't. It's weird because like with my gifts, I can tap into people's energy and past. But it's like, what if like what if I made that energy, up? Or your old energy. Yeah, what if it's like something I came up with in my consciousness. But that's like, what I'm saying. You can only attest like, for yourself. I came up yourself. with your whole life and I like, oh my God, I'm like tripping. <laughs> But if you go way down to that rabbit hole, like you, you start to get mind. No, fucked. my Just... mind's like fucked right now. Like it's getting fucked as we speak. Yeah. Like <laughs> y'all don't need porn help. Like my mind is getting fucked right here on That's this great. podcast. <laughs> That's great. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I wanted to go into a couple other Japanese legends just real quick. Okay, so I want to go into Akamanto. I hope I, I, I'm not going to say these right, guys. Like, I, I don't They have an English name in it. 
The red cloak. The red cloak. Okay, we'll go into the red cloak. So it says, for this story, we begin in a bathroom, a seemingly popular place for Japanese urgent legend, urban, urgent legends, <laughs> urban legends. Wait, in a bathroom? Is that like a place for legends? I mean, Bloody Mary. But yeah, but like, why in a bathroom? I guess the mirrors. Mirrors. I mean. But like you take a shit in there and you don't think like, oh, there's like a You're getting rid of negativity when you're taking a shit. Are you? Is that expelling like, it I from mean, your body. That's honestly a good way to like think about it. <laughs> I release my negativity. Get rid of the <laughs> demons. See a chump. See a chump. <laughs> the reverb's on. Okay, but Akamento is a male spirit who dons a red cloak and a mask and is said to haunt schools and public restrooms with a particular fondness for the last stall in the woman's bathroom. Ew. New fear unlocked. I'm not ever using the last stall again. I'm going to go use the last stall. In the woman's bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> uh, once you are seated in the stall, you will hear a male voice ask if you want red or blue paper. Could you... Oh, I have heard of this. What? Choose your words carefully. If you say red paper, you will meet a bloody end. And if you say blue paper, you will be suffocated to death until you are blue. So which one do you choose? They, there's actually an anime that talks about this. Really? There are ghost stories? Yeah. They have it in the first episode or second episode. Really? About the bathrooms. What? And they like, which one do you want, red or blue? Could you imagine you're just taking a fat shit, maybe on a colon cleanse, don't know, and you're they sitting there. In the anime, they, he yanks him down into this portal in the <laughs> toilet. Like a giant hand comes out and yanks him in. Like you're just minding your own business. All of a sudden this guy's like, yo, you want red paper or blue paper? And you're like, I don't know which one to choose. So you choose red fucking die you choose blue you fucking die i want the white paper toilet paper yeah is there an option so wait I can, so i can wipe my ass it says if you try to confuse the spirit by asking for a different colored paper you will be dragged into hell that fucking sucks like so no matter what you're fucked to okay wait, wait, wait to avoid a brutal end at Aka Manto's hand simply refuse his offer and run. You just run with your pants halfway down. No, thank you. Like, do you say no and just sprint out of the bathroom? Just waddling out like Patrick. Like, yeah, with your pants like down to your knees. Like when you run out of toilet paper, you do that little walk to go grab it. Or you're like waddling out. You know what I mean? Have you done that? Just me. You haven't, you haven't done that. Oh, I guess that's just I something. check for paper every time. I guess that's just something I do. That's one of my biggest fears is running out of paper. I do. But like in my house, like I I'll, still, I'll walk around with my hands. the hand. first thing I worry about when I go to the restaurant. Really? I just sit down and go and then I'm like, shit. Like, <laughs> Drew! <laughs> yeah, Drew! Are you in toilet paper? Hey! Hey! What do you do when I'm not home? I do my waddle. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you mean? Enjoy. I do. I enjoy it. <laughs> I don't. Have you heard of um, Kachus? Wait, Kuchisaki Anna? Please. What's the slit mouthed woman? Just say the English name. I want to say like the the cool name. Anyone who is familiar with Japanese urban legends know of knows of this infamous yet popular. <laughs> Kuchisaki Anna. 
I hope I said coochie. Sorry. All I hear is coochie in that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this vengeful ghost appears as a seemingly beautiful woman who roams the streets at night. She wears a face mask and carries a concealed pair of scissors. If you are unlucky enough to meet Kuchesaki Anna during a solitary stroll, she will ask you if you think she is beautiful. You better say no. Just kidding. Yeah, you're beautiful. You better not tell her what, that. What's the what's the consequence? <laughs> okay, okay. As with Akamanto, consider your answer like your life depends on it. Since it does, if you say no, she will immediately murder you with scissors. Um, if she <laughs> if she if you say yes, she will remove her face covering to reveal a gaping mouth that has been slit from ear to ear in a haunting smile. Then she will ask again if you think she's beautiful say no and you die but stick with yes and she will slit your mouth just like hers i'm saying yes i'm about to be the joker no dude you want to know how i got these scars you come home i'm like you you called her beautiful really really drew now you, you got want this, me to killed my sister now you got this Murder. giant mouth um the only way to escape Sakayana. Kuchi Sakayana is to tell her that she looks average. That's such an insult. You're just like, You eh, look average. You look, you're not beautiful, but like you're not ugly. I wonder like, how you say that in Jap uh, Japanese. Japanese average? Yeah, like you look average. I know, we gotta learn that. I wanna learn some Japanese. If you are concerned about possible encounters with this woman or any of other ghouls, why not try testing your survival skills at Tokyo's top haunted house attractions if you fail at add. least it's all <laughs> I know. There's also Tiki Tiki? Tiki wait Tiki 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 room. No, it's Tiki Tiki. And this is the ghost of a woman or schoolgirl who fell on a railway line and was cut in half by an oncoming train. <gasps> What? There's also That's horrible. Yeah, so I wanna get into her tiki tiki. Um there's also Hanako San off the toilet of the toilet. Hanako <laughs> Hanako San of the toilet. There's the Red Room Curse, and I want to get into all that in the next episode of Intoxicated. Woo! Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Make sure you guys are following me on social media. It is K-E-L-S-I-I-D-A-V-I-E-S-S -S on all platforms, and then on YouTube, it's just Kelsey Davies, just with one I and one S. Kelsey Davies. Kelsey Davies. That's K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S. -S. Do you want them to follow you? I don't even know my thing. You don't know your handle? No. I don't ever tell my... Well, if you want to follow Drew, you can find him on my page. We don't know his just handle. Just find me. I thought it was like Drew, D-R-U underscore Allen 598. That is it. I think that's it. That Why do I it. know your handle and you don't? Because you're looking at it all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> make sure you guys give this podcast five stars if you can. I would really appreciate that. Also, give that like button a nice little tap for me. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys are subscribed. Also, ring that notification bell so that you guys know when I post. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Stay woke, everyone. Bye. Bye.